has a message for liberals and the mainstream media. You can't handle the truth! So, buckle up, snowflakes, because we're about to deliver the politically direct best in conservative commentary, news, and investigative reports. We're telling the truth, and we're not gonna stop. Okay, liberals, back under the bridge with the rest of your fellow trolls, and oh yeah... Thanks for listening to Right Side Patriots. They are special, special people. On RSPRadio1.com. Welcome to Right Side Patriots on RSPRadio1.com. Craig Andreessen at the National Patriot. Diane Sorry at the Patriot Factor. It's Friday night, 3rd of February. Welcome to it. Hello, Diane. Hello, Craig, and how are you? I'm good. I'm good. Oh, that's good. Well, Done I mean, shoveling global warming for a while? Well, at least maybe for another week. We don't have any more global warming that's uh, forecast to fall on the driveway. So, Oh, okay. You know, and it's, it's warming up a little bit. Um, got up to 34 today um next week we're gonna see at least one day or maybe two in the low 40s wow that's amazing you know know, your neck of the woods i mean here today we were paradise as usual we went up to a high of about eh, 78 or so right now we're at 76 and i mean this is our beautiful time of the year well uh, yesterday it was really cold here i mean air temperature wise it wasn't so bad but the wind chill i mean the wind was just howling yesterday and Uh i had i had to go to town and uh, uh before i came home i thought well you know take out a loan at the bank go fill up my car with gas and mm-hmm. i'm standing there at the gas pump and the guy on the other side of the pump was filling up his truck and had a couple of big uh round hay bales on there and, and uh he says hey craig how you doing and i said yeah, you know pretty good i said i'm getting tired of shoveling global warming off my driveway and he says yeah but He's, I, I know what you mean, but he said when next spring or, you know, this coming spring, when we're all up to our ass and grass, we'll be pretty happy about the moisture. And, you know, he's, he's right. You can't get away from that. It was real dry here last summer. So, you know, a lot of the ranchers couldn't, uh, they, they weren't getting much of a crop for hay for feeding the cows and, and things. Mm-hmm. So this year, it looks like it might be a different story, and that's good. Well, what I was unhappy about, I had a little um, sticker shock yesterday. Oh? Go to Publix. Oh, boy. To get groceries. And normally, eh, the bill comes in anywhere between about $220 to maybe $250. $345. Yeah, you bought eggs and orange juice, didn't you? I yeah, I should have left those off. Yeah, you would have been down to about a hundred bucks. <laughs> I know, right? I mean, things that you wouldn't expect are increasing in prices. Well, luckily, we know somebody. Um, uh, we got a, we got a friend in uh, Ainsworth, Nebraska, who has chickens, ah. and uh, so we're getting eggs for like. Now, I mean, because we were buying them at the store, and holy crap, that was crazy. Um, yeah. But now we're getting them for a lot less than we were at the store. So. Yeah, yeah. It's it's sad what's happening to this country. And I'll tell you, I don't think it's going to get much better either. We're going to be talking about uh, the economy uh, coming up in the second half of the show tonight. Um, mm-hmm some interesting numbers there but why don't we start 
uh, with that that guy down in Florida, uh, Ron DeSantis. Oh. That that guy. That guy. Uh, yeah, happens to be the governor of the great state of Florida. Um, the free state of Florida. That's how we want to be known as. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, a bunch of, bunch of arrogant Floridians. Don't call us the great state of Florida. Um, He's got a thing or two to say about this ban coming up on gas stoves. Yes, he decided. (laughs) And this is funny. This is funny. Go ahead. It's very funny. He decided that he was going to get into the gas stove brouhaha. So what he did, because he felt it was the right thing to do, is all gas appliances will be exempt from sales tax (laughs) in our state. But he added even more to that than just gas stoves. This guy, I mean, he is is really good. I mean, hold on, I have the list. Okay. Also, he wants to abolish state sales tax for baby necessities, including diapers, wipes, clothes, strollers, cribs. He wants all over-the-counter uh, over pet medications free from sales tax, and most importantly, the gas stoves, totally free from taxes, because he wants the coal industry restarted because he is smart enough to understand America runs on coal, America runs on oil. Can you imagine windmills, you know, staying perfectly rotated to cook somebody's grand meal or something? That's not going to happen. Not going to happen. You know, I think I think the Santas now is one step away from offering free gas appliances if you move to Florida. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's it kind of like, you, you know, you used to go to the bank, and if you opened up uh, a new account at the bank, you got a free toaster. All right. Move to Florida, right. get a free gas stove. Well, you know what's, what's very strange is, like he said, you know, they want to tax the gas stoves, and we're in Florida, not going to let them happen. And Florida's not even a state. The way Florida was built, remember, we're fairly new. Miami only incorporated as a city in 1898. We're younger than a lot of the other states. Right. You go to Florida, and, you have that, that new state smell is still there. Yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, a lot of the state, when it was built, wasn't connected to any gas lines. We got the electric coming in here more than we did the gas and we have some nuclear and and whatever right and we're not a windmill state so you know it's it's very different here but he's saying that he wants to make these kind of products for people who want them that that the government has no right telling us how to cook our food and he wants it where you can buy those free of charge from the state of florida meaning no taxes no no taxes at all well i think that's great i think it's great too the only thing we're afraid of we don't want you know uh people who are going to do the right thing you're welcome here but we don't want you bringing that your liberal crap here either right i mean that i think that goes without saying now when it comes to gas stoves versus electric stoves i have cooked Mm -hmm. on both in fact I am one of the few people you may ever run into that has cooked on an old wood-burning stove. The the kind that you open up the the, the, yeah. the you yeah. take the cover off the top and you throw wood in there and light a fire. Mm-hmm. Um, I've actually cooked on those. You know, okay. and by far the easiest thing to cook on if if you. Let's put it this way. If you enjoy cooking, the best thing to cook on is gas. That's what they say. And also that that induction. And and people think induction is new. No, it's not. It was around in the 1950s, but didn't really take off. Um, My son has an induction. And when we were up there, I tried it. And yes, it, it cooks faster. 
let's say, boils water faster and cuts time on other things. But it didn't impress me that much. Yeah, and I've never, I've never tried the induction range. Mm-hmm. Um, I've never been at a place that that actually had one uh, that I could try. But I love cooking on gas. I mean, you've got much more control uh, over the heat on gas when you uh, turn it on. It's on. There's no warm up time when you turn it off. It's off. There's no cool down time. It's it's a very precise way of cooking. And I love to cook, so I prefer gas stoves. I, I've you know lived in a couple of places that had, I think three places now that that had gas stoves, and I've had a couple of places where I live where we had electric. Uh, we had the the old coil stove at one point. We had the glass top stove, you know. Uh-huh. At one point, nothing is as good as gas. Nothing. Well, the new electric stoves. Um, they do come on instantly. It, it is different than the older electric stoves, and there's more of a range of heat in them. Um, they're not like they used to be even 10 years ago. I have a brand new one, and it's it's phenomenal. Um, but being that I don't enjoy cooking, I do it because I have to, you know, I, I, I'm very happy pressing the nuke button, and uh, there it is. <laughs> well, I, you know, I look. I love to cook. Um, I, I like to cook extravagant, uh, you know, things when I cook. You know, it's not just you know a pot of mac and cheese. Um, mm-hmm. You know, and and you've you know I you and I've talked, and and you mm-hmm. know kind of the the way I like to cook. There is nothing better than gas, and if you're going to do away with gas stoves nationwide you're going to have the restaurant industry up in arms absolutely absolutely i mean where where i grew up we had a gas stove so i know what you're talking about um a lot so you've of the seen you've, have you've, either the gas or the induction right um you know so i i've used a gas stove diane has seen a gas stove. That's that's the difference between us. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's something very interesting about this whole thing. On Thursday, Joe Manchin teamed up with Ted Cruz to introduce something that's called the Gas Stove Protection and Freedom Act, which it was intended to stop the government from banning gas stoves. Well, and, and that's a good thing, and, and good for Joe Manchin uh, yeah. for getting together with Ted Cruz on that. It's it's clearly government overreach. When the government tells you how you can cook your, your dinner, that's right. overreach. I'm sorry, but that the government has no business telling people what kind of an appliance they can have in their house. Exactly. I mean, this is ridiculous. This This administration is way out of hand pretty soon we're going to be on you know ration lines if this continues yeah folks don't fool yourself it's got nothing to do with saving the planet it has to do with government control exactly you know don't don't all it is don't kid yourself there will be some people that are going to be fooled by it yeah but those are liberals yeah yeah, well, of course. <laughs> I mean, they've got a head start on being fools. That's true. <laughs> yeah. Very true. Um, yeah, I, I, you got to applaud Ron DeSantis uh, for saying, you know, you're you're, you're going to threaten to take away our gas stoves. I'll just take the tax on them, off of them, and we'll sell more of them. Right. See what the what the federal government understands at times is that the states' rights come into play here absolutely and Ron DeSantis is exercising our state's rights and the fact that Florida is probably the best place to live in this country right now because we are the free state just imagine if this man was president and made the country the free country of the United States well I I think that would be okay I think that would be okay 
because his his lieutenant governor Janet Nunez is Ron DeSantis in address. So we're not losing anything, and the whole country would be gaining something. I I I think I could get behind that. Paid political announcement by Diane Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> hey, did you did you hear about this? I I I don't know what to call her. Uh, absolute disaster of a diversity Mm -hmm. professor over at George Washington University, which, folks, if you don't know, George Washington University is one of your higher-priced colleges. Um, Mm -hmm. Not everybody gets into that particular asylum of higher indoctrination. Well, uh, this professor uh, of diversity, of all things, absolutely went back crap crazy the other day in an anti-Semitic rant over the word terrorist. Right. Her name is Dr. Laura Sheehy. And she yeah, I'll actually, bet. What's her pronouns? <laughs> uh, well, I believe she might be trans because, okay, she sits on the board of the USA Palestine Mental Health Network and practices clinically from a, quote, a trans-inclusive feminist and liberation theory model that kind of says it all so she he is not just a name it's a lifestyle i believe so because she also says she works on race and white supremacy and decolonial struggles oh boy yeah this is one you know brainwashed uh, if she is a woman, woman. If she's a trans, uh, who knows? Yeah, whatever. Uh, I don't buy into the pronouns, so forget it. Uh, basically, what she's claiming is that a student verbally attacked her because when she spoke about terrorist attacks in Israel. Well, no, the the student was talking about terrorist attacks. In right, Israel. I'm sorry, the student. Right, right, yeah. right, right. And she and, butt in. Right. Yeah, she, he went off, you know, and, and how dare you refer to those as terrorist attacks. You're anti-Muslim, you're anti-this, and then she went on an anti-Semitic rant. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, holy crap. Right, and anti, um, she said that they were anti-Palestinian, um, but some of the Jewish students in the class said they were crying and feeling very what they call deeply unsettled and unsafe because she brought in a speaker that promotes the killing of Jews, of Israelis. Go figure. Go figure. Yeah. This, this and this liberal- was a mandatory class that students going to Georgetown have to take. Yeah, if if you're a student at George Washington University, you are mandated to right. take this diversity class. Well, how diverse is it when you you're the professor and you bring in a guest lecturer to lecture the students about killing Jews? Right. And and she claimed Islamophobia, but what was very straight strange about it is that the student who complained never said the word Palestinians, Arabs, or Muslims. Right, right. It, it makes no sense. Well, you know, if you're a woke liberal, maybe it does, but I'm not a woke liberal, so it doesn't. You know, right. I mean, the the student was simply having a discussion and, you know, mentioned... Uh, a terrorist attack that had taken place in Israel, and that's all it took to set the woke professor off. Right. And this one isn't just woke. She's pro-Palestinian, and she's saying, you know, the the Jews are so bad because it's rocks against an army. Because that's what the Palestinians are known for, the throwing of rocks and and whatever, and Israel has one of the world's greatest armies. Well, Israel wouldn't have to go against these people if they wouldn't throw their rocks. Well, let's be honest here. The, The Palestinian Authority pays people to launch terrorist attacks against Israel and Israelis. It's a a money-making deal. 
You know, and if you strap a, a bomb to yourself and set it off in an Israeli marketplace, your family is going to get paid. Right. And and Hamas has a new mode of operation now. Uh, they include shrapnel. Shrapnel. Shrapnel, right. In the bombs that they drop, they dip them in rat poison, which is an anticoagulant, to ensure that anyone struck, you know, with the metal that comes out of those bombs would continue to bleed out because it's loaded with anticoagulants. And that's kind of, you think of something like that, right then and there, you're definitely perverted. Well, in your, you know, if, if you're engaging in something like that, you are a terrorist. Exactly. I mean, I, I don't know what other label you can put on it that's accurate. You are a terrorist if you're engaging in that sort of attack. Um, yeah. You know, I, th- this is this is the problem that we're seeing. It's not just George Washington University, let's be no. honest. No. We're seeing this kind of behavior and, and this uh, line of indoctrination all across the country in any university. Um, and and this, is, this is sick because what, what you're doing is you're programming young people. They're, mm-hmm. they're starting in grade school. They, they ramp it up a little bit. When you get to middle school, they ramp it up even further. When you get to high school, by the time you get to an asylum of higher indoctrination, they've got you, and you're going to start believing all of this nonsense. Well, here's something else they want you to believe. Um, the complaint against her was basically, uh, it's a slander campaign intended to silence dissenting voices. Now, she's claiming those dissented voices are rooted in anti-Arab and anti-Palestinian racism. Okay? Wait a minute. We'll stop her right there. Wait a minute. There was no Arab race. There was no Palestinian race. There were four races, Ms. Professor. Caucasian, Negroid, Oriental, and mixed. Those are your main four scientific classifications. Arabs are white. Palestinians are white, unless they're mixed. So don't make them into a race, because they are not a race. I mean, there's there's a huge difference between race and ethnicity. Exactly. You know, and, you know, you can talk about, you know, ethnic this, that, and the other. But like Diane says, you've got four races. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and just, just to be clear for this professor, there are two genders. Four races right. and two genders. Right. <laughs> you know. Don't even discuss gender until you can change one's DNA. Without changing one's DNA, you are you are as you were born. You can play act all you want, but you're still as you were born. The the really sick part of all this, I mean, uh, obviously the anti-Semitism is sick beyond belief. Yeah. But but the but the real uh, hypocrisy here is that she is a professor of diversity. Yeah. Okay, but, but any any opinion, any thought that doesn't follow her ideology is going to get shouted down. And right. any student in her diversity class, mandated diversity class, mandatory diversity class, any student that makes a statement about something that doesn't fit the woke agenda, that student is in trouble. Right. Now, if if you're a student at George Washington University or any other university in this country right now, and we hear more and more of these types of stories coming out of universities, how good do you feel about the education you are paying for you're you're not being taught how to think. You're being told what to think. Exactly. You know, college is supposed to be where you take all your knowledge learned, 
you get new knowledge, and you go about and make decisions based on facts, history, and truth. But nowadays, with this indoctrination, there's no truth. History has been distorted, and you come out of college now as an automaton. Everybody repeats the same nonsense. It used to be you go to college, and it it was a place to openly share differing opinions and hear different ideas. Right. Well, it's, it's not that anymore. No. No. Now, if you don't agree, you know, go to your room, go to the, the dean's office, you're out of here. It, it's to the point of ludicrousy. Our universities and colleges used to be some of the top in the world. Not anymore. Except for a handful that usually are more, um, uh, like MIT, they're more um, science-based. Our schools have just gone downhill. Well, and, and think, of, think of George Washington University. Think of the people that are getting turned out of George Washington University. Okay, doctors, right. attorneys. Right. You know, George Washington University has uh, uh, has always had a fantastic law school. They've got a great medical school. Mm-hmm. Well, okay, so you know, you you go to the doctor and you see their diploma on the wall, and it says Georgetown Uni- or George Washington University, and you happen to be Jewish. What's that? What does that make you think about the doctor who's now treating you? Let's say you need an attorney, and you're Jewish, and your attorney got their degree from George Washington University. How secure do you feel in hiring that attorney today? Right. It's very sad what has been going on now to our universities. It's it's just not right. And all the nonsense with the critical race theory and changing history. Again, Florida leads the state. We can't teach critical race theory and all this diversity and inclusion nonsense. DeSantis put a stop to it in the public universities. I mean, more governors have to get on board with this, really, to kick it out of their colleges and universities. But you know that's not going to happen in blue states. Uh, you know, not in blue lo- states, right? Well, and, and unfortunately, even in red states, the universities have gone blue. You know, and I'm, not, I'm not saying all of them, but I'm saying probably in the 85 to 90 percentile, most of your college administration, most of your college professors, they're liberals. I agree. And it's very, very sad. It's disturbing. Yeah. I mean, you have to look at schools in other countries. I mean, Chinese kids, they're learning physics. Japanese kids are learning calculus. American kids are learning he can become a she and she could become a he and he can give birth to a she, but she can't do this, this and this. I mean, we've gone absolutely nuts here. You know, we're just about to the bottom of the hour. So that means we we got a break coming up here. But uh, in the in the second segment of the show, like I said, we're going to be talking about the economy we're going to be talking about jobs job numbers came out today but you know you you said uh you know chinese kids are learning math you know what else they're learning ballooning i was just going to say how to blow up balloons (laughs) They're, they're learning the art of ballooning and we're going to be talking about that before the show is over too folks stay with us we've got more to come on right side patriots after this You're listening to Right Side Patriots Radio, the best in conservative commentary, news, and talk where we do away with the politically correct nonsense and give you the politically direct truth. 
This is the home of Right Side Patriots every Tuesday and Friday night from 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern with Craig Andreessen and Diane Sori. We're working to make this country great again from the right and leaving puddles of melted snowflakes on the left. Thanks for listening to Right Side Patriots, your best bet on the Internet. You're listening to RSPRadio1.com. Hi guys, Diane Sorry from The Patriot Factor on thepatriotfactor.blogspot.com, where I found a home base seven years ago after becoming one of Facebook's long-time Facebook felons, or so I've been told by the Facebook gods. On my blog, you will find not only my articles, but our Right Side Patriots investigative reports, as well as stories and links to and from well-known writers and bloggers, plus what I call almost daily memes, my snarky take on news of the day. And for more great takes on the issues of the day, check out The National Patriot at thenationalpatriot.com, where you can read Craig's insight into all the current news happenings. And join us both on Right Side Patriots every Tuesday and Friday night from 7 to 9 p.m. EST at rspradio1.com. Welcome back to Right Side Patriots on rspradio1.com. Craig Andreessen at the National Patriot, Diane Sorry at the Patriot Factor. It's Friday night, and if you miss any part of the show, you can always go to rspradio1.com tomorrow morning, click the podcast button, and you are automatically a pod person. Yes, and we love our pod people. We're gaining more pod people all the time. Yes, we are. Which and is a good thing. thank you for that. Well, yeah, thank you folks for doing that, and thanks to Podbean for hosting the podcast. We appreciate them as well. Yes, we do. All right, so let's talk about the economy. The January jobs numbers came out, and Mm -hmm. quite a shock, but I got to say, not sure I'm buying into it. Well, I know I'm not buying into it. The numbers came in that they were projecting 188,000 new jobs would be added. Now, suddenly the numbers came at 517,000 jobs in the first Mm. month of 2023. I do not buy that at all. And I understand these are jobs created, jobs that were added, new jobs. However, there were hundreds of thousands of jobs lost. Right. Were were those jobs replaced? I don't think so. Well, no, but I mean, there's a difference between jobs lost and jobs created. Absolutely. But the numbers are too, they're too different. Yeah. Yeah. They're just too different. I have a theory. Okay. They're now counting jobs gain numbers with Dominion voting machines. I wouldn't doubt that. (laughs) I I mean, I don't know how else you explain it. No, there is no no way to explain it because I can see you being off by maybe 50,000 jobs. But being off from 188 to over 500,000, no. I am not buying that for a second. I mean, it's it's like three times the number of jobs they predicted. Right. Now, okay, so my theory is they're counting the jobs with Dominion machines, but my, uh, I guess I'm, I'm not quite sure what to call this. It's not really a theory, but I guess maybe my my coincidence, let's call it a coincidence. These okay. numbers come out right before the State of the Union. Yes, so he can go up there and bloviate, oh, how wonderful everything is. No, Joe, it's not, because you think the jobs numbers is whacked out. Here's something that kind of counters that. Okay, the actual earnings 
only increased by 0.3% in January. Now, that's an annual annual advance of only 4.4%, which means it's still lagging behind inflation. And it's leaving, you know, we the people with a cut to their real wages. And there's a difference between a a wage increase and real wages and what those wages are able to purchase. Well, yeah, and I'm I'm glad you brought that up because if, if you look at it with inflation outpacing wages right now, uh what you're making is buying you less than what you were able to buy a couple of years ago. Exactly. Okay? But but there's more to it than than just that. The the wages are actually going down a little bit over projections Mm -hmm. and the so you're you're actually losing the war okay now here's something we don't know about these jobs numbers how many of these jobs are part-timers or people with more than one job right and here's something else you know that's important the actual jobs gain numbers okay right now according to this report our labor our labor force participation rate is 62.4% but before the covid nonsense our level was up to 63.3 you're talking almost a full point right so this these numbers just don't add up. Well, and, and, you know, you brought it up a couple of minutes ago. There were all these layoffs, and there's still layoffs going on, especially in the tech sector. Uh, you know, big tech companies laying off tens of thousands of people uh, at a time. Those numbers are not going to be reflected in the job gains report. Those are jobs lost. Right. Okay, so they're not going to be... You know, so we're going to have to wait another month and and then take another look at the participation rate to see how losing jobs in January affected job participation. Well, in a way, you got to understand that it's going to drop in February because in December of last year, 2022, the economy added uh, 223,000 jobs. Now, that was the weakest job gain in all of 2022. And the um, unemployment rate was at 3.5%. Now, suddenly, all of a sudden, in one month time, we've jumped to 500 and something. Something's not right. Something is definitely not right here. And some of the leading economists are not buying these numbers either. Well, and and here's what I expect we're going to see. Now, I I could be wrong. I hope I'm wrong. But here's what I expect to see. Next week, Joe Biden gives the State of the Union report. Okay? He is going to crow about these numbers and and he's going to brag about these numbers but we all know that when numbers come out you know when when the january numbers come out on february 3rd then a few weeks later maybe a month later they revise the numbers oh yes and they suddenly go down and someone you know oh we made a mistake that 5 was really meant to be a 3 or whatever But here's a good indicator that these jobs numbers aren't believed. The stock market. As soon as these numbers came out, the stock market was on a rise. And all of a sudden, by the end of today, it dropped by over 127 points. So they're not buying what Biden is selling either. Well, and and another thing to look at, with all of this is the fed because the fed is looking to raise interest rates again you know they just did the other day well and they're they're looking to do it again you know they've they've jacked the interest rates eight times in a row right and and they're looking to make it number nine okay now if if you're 
wages are not keeping up with inflation, and that is definitely the case, and the interest rates keep going up, your money is worth less and less. And and the 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 further down the worth of your money goes, the higher inflation, real inflation is. And then you got to worry about deinflation coming in on the back end because if the prices of goods and services drop too fast, it makes things even worse. Well, and all the leading economists are still telling us we're in for a major, we're in a recession now. Don't kid yourselves, folks. But they're saying we're in for a major recession coming up. A depression, some of them have actually said. Right. And that's scary. And people better realize we are being lied to. Yeah, these numbers are not what they're being made out to be. No, they're not. You know, and you know, when Diane and I first heard about these numbers, we kind of went, "What? Mm-hmm. How can how can this possibly be?" You know, I mean, you see a lot of people get hired in November because seasonal jobs, right? Right. Well, when Christmas is over, usually around uh, the first part or the mid part, anyway, of January, a lot of those people that got hired for seasonal help. They're not needed anymore. So, you know, that's why we got to look at the job participation numbers coming up next month to see what effect all these layoffs have had. Yeah. And you know what? I wouldn't be surprised if they come up in a couple of months and say, oh, we made a mistake. We thought some of those uh, holiday jobs filtered through January, and they didn't. They're going to come up with all excuses after the State of the Union. Exactly. They'll wait till after the State of the Union, you know, so the Biden can get up there and brag, you know, look what I've done for the economy. Well, I'll tell you what, folks, if you want to see what Biden's done for the economy, just check your own bank account. Just see how much money you have left at the end of the month. Go to the grocery store like Diane did. You know, uh, try to try to buy a car. Yeah. Um, you know, try to buy a house. Mm-hmm. You, you know, um, look at the interest rates. If you really want to know how great Biden is doing on the economy, check your own wallet. Yeah. And across the country, it's not good, folks. And every economic group is getting hit. Every one of them. Yes. Well, and you know, if you're going to raise taxes, and they are, you're hitting even the lowest income people because when the government raises taxes, let's say on a corporation, okay, whatever good or service that corporation provides, they're going to raise the price of that because they're not just going to eat the taxes; they're going to pass them right. on to the consumers. Exactly. Things are not what they seem to be, guys. Don't buy into Biden's, my policies are working nonsense, because they're not. Well, and if you really want a a barometer of how the economy is doing, look at the Consumer Price Index. Oh, yeah. And, And look at the Consumer, specifically, the Consumer Confidence Index. Oh, because it's in the toilet, it's, it's yeah. in the toilet. and yeah. you know consumer confidence tells you how things are going to be for the next six to eight months, right? And yeah. it's not good. That's why some economists are saying if this doesn't correct itself, you know, like post haste, we're going to be in a depression. That's depressing. Yeah, a depression is depressing. <laughs> it is by its very nature. Yes, it is. All right, finally, on tonight's show, we get around to this Chinese spy balloon that's been floating about. Uh, Yesterday, it became known that there was a Chinese spy balloon. It was spotted over Montana. Uh, Early this morning, it was actually over the southeast part of Nebraska. Right now, it's floating over the eastern central part of Kansas on its way to Missouri. Yes. Well, I got news, you know, 
for that Chinese balloon, which they're claiming is a weather balloon. Mm-hmm. Sure right, it is. Right. Just, just like what crashed in Roswell was a weather balloon. Right. right. A weather balloon. You know, they're, they're going all over where our main installations are from nuclear to otherwise. I say, let it come here to Florida. I think our governor will take care of that weather balloon. But on a serious note, on a serious note, they're talking about some are saying shoot it down. Others are, you know, saying just let it go out, whatever. But the problem is what we're seeing right now, it's a cover up. Because if you notice, the Pentagon is saying that there's no way they can gather information. Everything has been locked down, this and that. I say to that, bull. Because we don't know the full extent of the Chinese spy capabilities. We have no idea what that balloon is operating on, how it's operating, the technology of it. I say we should bring that balloon down, hook on to it somehow, bring it down, and really go through that balloon. And I think the best person to do that, to get it down here, would probably be Elon Musk. <laughs> well, listen, the Pentagon is saying, well, we can't shoot it down. It might fall on somebody. Mm-hmm. This this damn thing has been floating over mostly rural parts of America. Right. Okay, the chance that if you shoot it out of the sky that it's going to fall and hit somebody is slim to none. Exactly. Now, here's the thing. You don't have to send up like an F-16 to shoot it down. You can't tell me that our military doesn't have the capability to pop a balloon with a laser. Of course they do. Of course they do. And and all you got to do is wait for the balloon to get over an unpopulated area. Trust me, Montana, South Dakota, Nebraska... Kansas, mm-hmm. that thing has been over non-populated areas through four states. All exactly. you got to do is is make sure it's over an unpopulated area, hit it with a laser, pop it, and then go pick it up. That's all you got to do. But I'd be interesting. I think they have to garner it where they can um, look at the information, the technology Because remember, it came from China, went over Canada, and Trudeau did nothing. Nothing. Well, does that surprise you? No, it doesn't surprise me, little (laughs) wimp. No, it doesn't surprise me. But here it is. First, they were predicting it was going to go in a straight line across Montana, the northern states. Now, suddenly, it's doing all these maneuvers and going over army bases and things. Really? You know, we've got army bases, and we've got missile sites, and we've got this and that, and they're they're scattered all over. And and obviously, you put a lot of those things in non-populated areas to begin with. This thing, it's a balloon. I I don't think it's got any control other than the jet stream. It's following the the jet stream, and if you look at where the jet stream goes, it's it's along those lines. but it's obviously... They've oh, wait gotten- a minute, wait a minute, Craig. No, it's not. It went across Montana. It went, you know, to the northern states. And suddenly it went south. Yeah. And now it's going west and back east again. That's not the jet stream. Well, it, it actually, it, it is the weather pattern that we're seeing in our part of the country right now. But that's not the jet, that's not the jet stream. Well, okay, then, then it's following the weather pattern, okay? But, you know, here's, here's the thing. They've gotten photographs of this thing that are reasonably good. And you can yes. tell this thing has uh, some sort of a solar array hanging from it and some sort of an antenna array yes. hang, hanging from it. Which means yes. it's communicating with something. And if I had to guess, it would be a Chinese satellite. That's what... You know, anybody with working brain cells think this was not a weather balloon like they're claiming. This is a spy satellite 
over U.S. territory, and the President of the United States is doing not a damn thing about it. I call that aiding and abetting. I call that treason. Well, now, if he shot down something that belonged to the Chinese, don't you think the Chinese might hold back a paycheck or two? I would think so. That's okay. where I was going with it. <laughs> all right. So so there's reason, right? Yes. Um, we, we all know that, that Joe and Hunter are in bed with the Chinese. Right. Uh, among others, you know, Ukraine, Russia. Um, but they're in bed with the Chinese. This thing obviously is not a weather balloon. Of course not. I mean, give me a freaking break. I, am, right. am, I, am I to believe that China, from somewhere in the middle part of China, launched a weather balloon and, oops, it got away? Yeah, right. I'm, I'm sorry. I, you know, I, I was born at night, but it wasn't last night. Mm-hmm. Okay, so this thing was was set up, you know, in into the the weather patterns to drift. All right, now God knows what kind of spying they did in Canada. I mean, I don't know what you're going to see in Canada. Um, you know, that's that's is of a critical nature uh, to the Canadians, other than knowing where most of the moose are. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it, it gets over Montana, all right, so they, you know, they, they can see, uh, you know, the the Grand Tetons and maybe a little bit of, of Yellowstone Park. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously, though, as it, as it goes towards South Dakota, there's uh, Air Force bases, uh, Ellsworth Air Force bases in South Dakota. There's missile silos in South Dakota, Nebraska, and Kansas. You know, but those have been there forever. Um, you know, I don't know what they're getting, but if if I had to guess, it's not that they're looking at something, it's that they're listening to something. Well, I got another idea. The Chinese are in the process of buying up a lot of our country. And here in Florida, DeSantis isn't going to allow that at all. But other parts of the country, they are buying up land. They could be surveying for land to buy up as well. That's a possibility. Now, it's odd you bring that up because earlier this week, Governor Nome in South Dakota uh, put forth a bill that would prevent foreign governments, specifically the Chinese, by the way, but would prevent foreign governments from buying agricultural land in South Dakota. Um, That's basically what DeSantis did, yeah. Right, and there's a move afoot to do that here in Nebraska as well. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, uh, North Dakota, they've got a real problem with that going on too. And North Dakota has some, some sensitive military installations as well. So... You know, that's the, you bring up a good point because that, that could be something they're doing too. Or maybe, maybe they're checking to see if Wang Fu's cows got out. <laughs> hey, I don't put anything past them, but I do know we need to latch on to that balloon, bring it down to earth, and find out what the hell is in there and what they have of ours. Do we know because what? Like you say, there are listening devices on it. There are other devices on it. This is not a weather balloon. This is not an innocent, oh my God, something got lost. And the Pentagon is just lying through their teeth. They are. Yeah. And it's disgraceful. I'm just checking something here. Okay. This, this is what I was wondering. I was going to ask what the altitude of this balloon is. And they say 60, it's... 60,000 feet, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, somewhere between sixty and 66,000 feet. Okay, now that's going to make it pretty tough to latch onto it with anything at that altitude. Yeah, yeah, I know. But Elon Musk could do it with one of his SpaceX things. Well, you would think... You know, he's got pretty good control over those SpaceX, you know, the Falcon 9s and, and yeah. uh, you know, some of that stuff. But I, that, that, that's why I say just fire a laser at it 
and and pop it, pop it, yeah. and and let yeah. gravity do its thing. You know, we right. we as a country we have def, you know we're near default on a lot of things in this country, but we have paid our gravity bill this month. Yes, we have. So yeah. what goes up must come down. A- exactly, and uh, mm-hmm. you know if if you pop a balloon that's floating around. Whatever's on it, it's going to come back to Earth. Yeah, and a simple laser could easily do it. And yet, the Pentagon is making all sorts of excuses. Biden is silent, of course. And this thing is going now, you know, zigzaggy over the country. It's not going straight like originally projected. And uh, suddenly we're going to hear, oops, it fell down. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Waiting well, for that one. Earlier today, airline pilots were spotting it. Yeah. You know, yeah. And, and giving updates on it. You're telling me the Pentagon can't do anything about it? Now, earlier today, now this, this may not happen now because it looks like the path is going to push it a little bit further south. Uh, earlier today, they said it looked like it might head out over Kentucky and Tennessee. And I thought, well, wait till some of those Kentucky moonshiners get a look at that thing. They'll shoot it down. <laughs> hey, let it come to Florida. Come on. Our governor can take that thing on, bring it down, and uh, we'll find out what's going on with it. You know, it goes over. The states have a right to do something as it travels over their states. That's what I'm assuming. Well, I would think so. I mean, if, if you've got an Air National Guard in, in your state, I would think there would be something you could do. That's what I would think. That's what I would think. It just... Um, oh, someone here, this is funny. They posted up on the thing that I posted up about the balloon going over and we're not doing anything, whatever. One man said, China must have just obtained our country from the current administration and wants to get a good look at their new acquisition. (laughs) You know, that's sad, but it could be. Yeah. You You never never know with, with, you know, uh, Biden, this administration is not pro-American, they got deals with Ukraine. They got deals with with uh, China. They got deals with Russia. They got deals all over the place. Suppose maybe they're looking for Hunter. Ah, we best kidnap Hunter and bring him back here before he open big mouth. <laughs> <laughs> he, he may let loose of ancient Chinese secret. Yes, I mean you can't put anything past G. It's just these are communist folks. People forget that. This is a communist dictatorial country. Xi Jinping can call himself whatever he wants. President, whatever. He's a dictator. Right. And they have a whole different way of operating than we do. But we also have an administration that has sold us out. And what gets me with this now happening, why our military doesn't do something? I, I, that's that's the thing. That's the question. You know. Yeah. But let, let me ask you this. We got about a minute left. Let oh, me ask okay. you this. Did you ever in your wildest dreams think that we would be invaded by a Chinese balloon? No, no. And that's in a way what it is. This is an invasion. This is an invasion of American airspace. And we have a president and our military, the Pentagon, not doing a damn thing about it. You know what? They want to do this. Why don't we invade them? I guarantee you the situation would not be the same. Uh, Yeah. If, If we flew anything over Chinese airspace, there would be hell to pay. Exactly. Everybody knows it. Well, Mm -hmm. Diane, guess what? We have run out of time for tonight's show. 
Yeah, very fast hour. It was. It was a quick hour. We covered a lot. We covered as much ground as that Chinese balloon. I think so, as it's <laughs> zigzagging now. <laughs> oh dear, this is this is just ridiculous. But with that, I'll say nighty night, folks. Good night, everybody. Have yourselves a great weekend, the best weekend possible, and we'll catch up to you again on Tuesday. Bye-bye. <laughs>